Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm John McEnroe. I'm Bjorn Borg. This is Martina Navratilova. I'm Mats Wilander. I'm Stan Wawrinka. I'm Leighton Hewitt. I'm Andy Murray. And you're listening to The Tennis Podcast. I've no idea what's happened today, um, so we're just going to blag it. <laughs> There's the opening to the podcast, <laughs> Catherine. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is the Tennis Podcast, and uh, Catherine and I are in the... I know what's happened today. Good. Oh, was that it? Yeah, we're, we're on. <laughs> we're on, Catherine. Uh, so, hello, folks. Um, we're in the lobby to Catherine's oh. Hotel, because this is where we do our best work at US Opens. Uh, it's, it's well into the night session, um, and Roger Federer, as we come to you right now, is a set down against Summit Nagal of India, ranked 190 in the world. Now, you all know the results of this uh, by the time uh, you listen to this. So, what we're going to do is, if it, if it gets dramatic... Then we'll we'll come back on at the end and have a chat. Uh, but anyway, uh, he just look he looks rusty. Is what is is the the first set, isn't it? And the other fella, Summit Nagal. My goodness, he's playing out of his skin. Absolutely leathering the ball. It's, it's great to see somebody just go for it, which is not what I expected when you know my comments of the, on our preview podcast, which aren't aging very well as we speak about how you know his pre-match attitude of oh, he's my hero, I can't believe I'm going to get this opportunity. I don't know, it's not tallying with the guy I'm seeing before my eyes now, which is a guy that's going, I don't care who you are, mate, I'm going to have a go. I, I'm always intrigued to see new players that, that we don't know too much about come on the scene and get their moment in in the spotlight like this, because some do grow an inch or two don't they before your very eyes they, they their shoulders go back they suddenly start strutting they they look like they own the place this is their moment and they're going to take it and and so many others shrink yeah i mean he's just as you as you were saying that he just whipped a forehand down the line winner past a, a, i mean he made federal look old there mm. he, he, he it's audacious the way he's playing right now I, I suspect he can't keep it up. There are some of the best players in the world that can't keep up their best level for for three out of five sets. Mm. So I'd be surprised if somebody ranked, what, 170? 190 in the world. 190 yeah. in the world. I'd be extremely surprised if he can keep this up. We, we should say, I mean, uh, we, we, we recall the last Grand Slam 
that Roger Federer played. He lost the first set to Lloyd Harris of South Africa in the in the opening round, and I, I think he was actually close in the second set as well. And, and he, you know, there were moments when you thought, "Hold on." So it's it's there there's there are precedents there, and and Federer is clearly rusty because you know he's only played two sets since Wimbledon. But let's not forget he went and ended up nearly winning Wimbledon. We know he's rusty because he's got a beard. He's got a beard and Matt's asleep as we speak to you now. <laughs> Matt's in England, right? And the reason this is relevant is because Matt's informed us before he turned the lights out at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> his time that he... he the last the la- time he went to bed on Roger Federer, thinking he was, you know, all tucked up for the night. Thinking foregone conclusion. Thinking foregone conclusion, he woke up and Federer had lost. Yes, to John Millman mm. here a year ago. So anyway... Uh, we'll get on to that if required. Uh, Catherine, the day as a whole. Well, well, should we work backwards through the night Let's session? Let's work backwards through the night because we've just come back from the US Open. Y- you finished pretty much as you were going into the Serena Williams Maria Sharapova match on, on Amazon Prime. I was there for that match. I commentated on it. I was rubbish, to be honest, by my standards. Um, but Serena Williams wasn't. She was superb. 6-1-6-1. Superb. <laughs> a bit arrogant, wasn't it, by my standards? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what <laughs> I Just let that linger in the air. Um, Serena Williams was brilliant. I mean, Maria Sharapova was not. I mean, it was just a demonstration of how much superior a player Serena Williams is than Maria Sharapova in every single department. Name me a shot or an element of tennis at which Maria Sharapova is better than Serena Williams no. or ever has been. I mean, there it, isn't one. It's, I tell you what, it's, it's like when, when my football team faces, and I think that they're really good, and, I, and then they face somebody that's just better. And then it suddenly shocks me because I thought, oh, that was happening for sev- seventy minutes. I in thought the week, we were all wasn't right, it? yeah, eighty and, minutes, and eighty-six so minutes. We yeah. we had this situation that Maria Sharapova is is a very very good tennis player. She's won five Grand Slam titles. She she hits the ball incredibly hard, and yet every time she hit it hard at Serena Williams, it came back with interest. And I I think what what happens? I've fallen into this trap a few times that. I start to think that Sharapova can make an impact and Serena Williams comes out absolutely determined that that will not be the case because it, it's more than just a tennis match for her when she plays Serena Williams, I, I believe. She makes sure that, that Sharapova gets her best every time and her best is too good for Sharapova, simple as but I also think that rivalry, or famously unrivalry, as, as Chris Clary from the New York Times, put, Times puts it, is a bigger deal in Maria Sharapova's head than it is in Serena Williams. I think all the, I mean, I think she's a little bit extra fired up to play Maria Sharapova than she would be somebody else. But I think she's such a sort of insignificance to her as a I, rival. I, I, I think. I don't believe that. I, I mean. In terms of their tennis careers, yes, she is an irrelevance to a large degree because it's 15 years since Sharapova beat her. But we know that the... Oh, a little girl has just come back into the lobby here and is protesting about being dragged away from the Roger Federer match. It's Fabio Fanini's son. Is it? (laughs) 
Oh, it's not a little girl, then. It's That's Fanini, Flavia Panetta and family. So it is. <laughs> yeah. I didn't he see that. He lost today. He just walked through the front door of the hotel, absolutely grinning from ear to ear. He lost to Riley Opelka, yeah. six foot eleven and three quarters. Uh, he lost to him in four sets. You wouldn't know <laughs> from his body language. So there we are. We've had <laughs> we've had Fabio Fanini and Flavia Panetta's son. Turns out on the tennis podcast live here in the lobby. Who'd have thought it? Son of a US Open champion. Yes, that's right. Flavia Panetta, whose final match, uh, well, not final match because she played the WTA finals, but her final slam match came here uh, with holding the trophy. Um, But where was I? Serena Williams. Sharapova, the significance of of that rivalry in Serena's Serena's mind. I just think she wants to put her in her place every single time. I believe that that is what she's all about. It's personal. She wants to take her down. I think she is in her place already. But I just, I I don't think think there is ever going to be a a situation where they could play each other, where Williams's senses would not be heightened by the fact that Sharapova's over there. And I'll tell you what, get out of my way. Well, she got out of her way, didn't she? Yeah. 6-1, 6-1. I don't think Maria Sharapova won a point on her second serve. No, uh, there was a big fat zero on our WhatsApp group, and that's what you were referring to, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yes, the. Um, it was a statement performance. It was. From Serena Williams. Do, do you feel that that performance and that draw might make a difference to Serena Williams's hopes here at the US Open? Because it doesn't half get her into the groove quickly, that draw, doesn't it? Yes, possibly. Um, she did look. She did look remarkably grooved. You, you're very right. She didn't. She didn't look rusty on serve. She she looked to be moving better than she has done in the early rounds of of tournaments. It has taken her a while to to grow into tournaments. We talked at Wimbledon. I think about the. It was the Gerges victory at Wimbledon yes, in the that's right. fourth round. Yeah. Um, when it seemed maybe like even it, earlier, I think. But, but, third round, but it was actually, it was yeah. one of those where you, you where on paper you thought, oh, that's quite a tough draw, and then suddenly she just swept her aside. Yeah, it was the turning point for sure. Um, so yeah, possibly, possibly, but let's be honest, the the stumbling block for Serena hasn't been in the early rounds. It's been. Yeah. getting over the finish line and so, I don't think a, a first round a brilliant performance in a first round match is going to help her 12 days from now if if she ends up in the final 12 days from now it's I think it might just because of the occasion everybody's into it everybody's looking and I know it's and I know I take your point about the, the disparity between the two is so extreme but that was a big night occasion tonight, and I think that that might help a little bit. I certainly think the crowd reception to her tonight will help her. Because, so warm, um, wasn't it? As much as as much as she gives the impression that she's she's above it all and has moved on from what happened here in the final last year. And don't forget when we had Andy Roddick on the show, he said that deep down she will have. You know, known that that she went too far, mm. and and she mm. wouldn't admit it. But she, yeah, you know, she would know really that that was too much. Um, so I, I think I think the 
definitely could have been apprehension in that regard. Um, and yeah, it's the first time she's been on that court since then. It must bring back some weird memories at the very least. I would imagine she probably was a bit embarrassed when she thinks back to it about how, how out of hand it all got. But anyway, she's, she's come out and she's put on an absolute clinic tonight and, uh, and is through to the second round. The interesting thing is her draw though it, one of the things Jill Crabass who was commentating with us on the BBC radio team was saying is that Sharapova just fits perfectly for her game in terms of where the ball lands in her strike zone everything's flat and low and it just it's exactly where Serena wants it yeah and actually that was um, I was I was watching the match on uh, ESPN um, and that was and she she won the match and trotted along to the ESPN studio out in the the main concourse overlooking the fountains there at, at the US Open um, and and um, she was asked she was you know her record against Sharapova was put to her she's she's won 20 she's won the last 19 against her dating back to 2004 um, you know what is it about her game <laughs> that suits you so well and uh, she she held back from saying I'm just better than her in every respect which would have been a completely legitimate answer <laughs> and funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just brilliant um, and she said she thought her height actually she said I don't know maybe it's maybe it's her height it just puts the ball in exactly the position I want the ball to oh, be. That's interesting. Um, and the reason I brought that up is because I think, is it her next round opponent or the one after where she's going to play Shea Suwei if it comes to it? And, you know... Yes, please. That would be amazing, wouldn't it, really? Uh, incidentally, we've been on air for... Shea Suwei, I think... Um, I don't think this was a joke. I think she bought the kit that she was wearing today from the tournament merchandise yeah, shop she basically came dressed as a ball girl <laughs> <laughs> which, which is fantastic she's so great obviously um, but, but can I just say we've been on air for 13 minutes and when we came on air Roger Federer was in massive trouble where he got a beard on and everything and now he's five love up has he had a shave <laughs> he, he's, he's had a sort of spiritual sh- shave I think um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just wiped away all the doubts. Um, so anyway, Serena Williams is brilliant. I'll bring up the uh, the draw in a minute and find out whether she's playing Sue Wei Shea or not next. Uh, but I know she won today anyway. Um, and if she plays somebody next that she's never played before, okay, well, because they were talking about that on ESPN as well. I've forgotten who it is, but it's definitely somebody she's never played before. Don't worry, folks. This is great radio. We're on it. We're on it. <laughs> We'll, we'll guess get who it is yeah guess who it Tweet is us. are you on it who more than it us um, so what else happened Moving and actually when all that was going on poor old Cameron Norrie was in the middle of the, the five set epic of, of poor all old five Mary set Grillo and Tim Edmund. yeah they were commentating on Prime Video both, but both the, the induction for both of them to the, to the Prime Video team all four hours and one minute of it <laughs> <laughs> you're, doing, that how long it was. you're doing Cam Norrie against Gregoire Barrer on court 10. We don't know what time it's starting. We don't know what time it's finishing. Um, and what were the words that Mary used in uh, Gregoire Barrer's moment of victory? He came back from ahead. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and now I've got Sven Grunewald and Greg Rosensky uh, heckling us from afar. And uh, incidentally, Serena Williams against oh. Catherine McNally. Katie McNally. Katie McNally. I'm Who I think Harriet Dart yeah. beat at Wimbledon. Yes. Uh, and 
Shea Way is a potential lurks. third she round lurks. opponent. Yeah, against she's got to play uh, Karolina Muchova though first. Oh, she's or good. Muchova. Muchova. Some people say Muchova. Muchova. I think it is. You, you suddenly said that with total confidence, <laughs> having split seconds earlier pronounced it two different <laughs> alternative ways. Said it four ways now. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so, so it's Mukova, like, like Burdick. If you think Burdick. this is a bit of a disjointed podcast, <laughs> folks, it's because I'm on, my, my, I'm, on, I'm on a beer at the moment and Catherine is drinking whiskey and soda, which is a tennis podcast first. So, yeah. yeah, day one, I've gone whiskey. There's nowhere to go from here. That, that is heavy duty. Oh, heavy duty some sort of... Uh, I, I, I don't know what sort of state I'll be in on day 10. What was I, so I don't think. What was Mary saying about Cam Norrie then? She, well, she said a lot of things over the course of four hours and one minute. <laughs> she did. <laughs> he came back from ahead. He's done it. He's come back from ahead, is, uh, is what she said about in the, the moment victim. of Gregoire Barrera's victory. He was two sets to love up. Yeah. Cameron Norrie won the fourth. It's, Gregoire Barrera looked like he was on fumes. Um, Norrie served for it twice. Uh, no, then Norrie saves match points in the fourth. Um, Fabio Fanini's popped out for some snacks. Come back. <laughs> he's a he's, good dad, isn't he's, he? He's gone and got the. I assume he's still in the doubles. Gone and got the dinner in. Is he good still lad. in the doubles? Don't know. Um, um, he saves match points in the fourth. Um, comes back and takes that on a tie break so you think oh right Cam's got this he's got this uh, and I think he's twice a break up well he, t- he served, for it, he served, served for, for it twice he served for it 5-4 6-5 and loses it in a, in a fifth set tie break and I, inter- I had to interview him afterwards <laughs> oh god do you know the interview lasted 1 minute and 13 seconds <laughs> <laughs> I asked him two questions. You and I just got him a whiskey and soda. I felt so sorry for him. Poor guy. I mean, because he's, he's a really nice lad to interview. He's somebody who's always happy to do an interview. Yeah, he is. And I, I just asked him the first question, you know, and, you know, he actually said, I felt quite proud to have come back from two steps to love down, but then to not win. I just wanted to put my arm around him. Oh dear, poor lad. Um, so anyway, he 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 won. Th- he didn't win through in the end. Uh, Dan Evans on a British side of things. Dan Evans did win in four sets against Andrew Manorino. Good win that against a really awkward player. A match they both clearly hated playing. They both looked utterly miserable <laughs> throughout. Everyone involved hated that. Evan said to me, he said, did you have to commentate on that? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, I feel sorry for you. I, says, I feel quite sorry for myself. It was, all, I mean, it was awful entertainment. I mean, you know, they're, they're both great players to watch when they're playing other people, but against each other. It's not yeah, it was, it was so weird, wasn't it? I mean, every, I mean, Dan Evans, he's a, he's a breakup in the first set and he's he's cursing the world and then he wins the first set and he's cursing the world goes to break up in the second set and he you know someone tell his face he can't <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah I, I said to him afterwards <laughs> yeah, I said to him afterwards um, what were you saying to your support team I mean tell us the words you're I allowed to say on air I twice had to apologise for his language Me too. on Prime today. yeah I had to do that as well um, Thanks, there, was, there was one moment where the crowd, the, the camera was panning to somebody in the crowd, completely different, and you just heard this sudden something off to somebody, really loud. 
and it was him and I have no idea what he was saying or who to he had Leon Smith in his box services Davis Cup captain but seems to be kind of temporarily filling yeah. filling the void left left by David Felgate who he it's surprisingly a, split with a couple of weeks stri- ago it's a surprising split that to me it, I mean he, he was making the case pretty strongly that he felt he needed to he wanted to go to the net more and, and this kind of thing but the words he spoke in his pre-tournament interviews I was a little bit taken aback by um, I, I thought he was pretty dismissive of, of David and I don't I, I think I don't think he would have intended to be but I think he I think he chose his words probably not as well as he could have done and um, when you consider how well the two of them have done together over the last 18 months I mean he David Felgate and he no matter who's done what Dan Evans has been inside the top 50 as recent as a week ago when he was unranked 18 months ago yeah, I'd, I've I've found the language he used uh, a bit disrespectful, really. It, it it's completely legitimate to make that decision. I I I love the sound of Dan Evans being more aggressive and coming to the net more. That is type of tennis that I'm well up for watching. But some of the language he used about not wanting to waste his time and money was not great not mm. great at all yeah um, and I, sus- I suspect it is carelessness on his behalf we we know what he's like he's and I don't think he's malicious at all I, I, but I it, it was very very careless yeah it was um He's through to the second round and will now face I think Luca Pui Luca was Pui yeah. one in four over Philip Kohlschreiber um and I think you, I think you'll have to be quite aggressive against Luca Pui. I think it's a lovely matchup, actually. Dan Evans, a swashbuckling Dan Evans, up against Luca Pui. I'm, yeah, yeah I'm that, all in for that. that. And that's the thing. Talking about stars and, and him and Manorino not working, I could really imagine that working as a contest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, earlier in the day on the Arthur Ashe Stadium Court, we had a pretty straightforward win for Novak Djokovic yeah went through the gears yeah that, that's what it was wasn't it because first mm. set was relatively tight against um, Roberto Caballas Baina yes world number 76 from Spain good stuff like that <laughs> um, and I've said his name a lot today yes he, he just yeah he does see he has those gears and he just he was able to move through them and he, he won comfortably I mean, really, uh, his draw gets interesting if he ends up playing Stan Wawrinka in round four, doesn't it, really? Yes, Wawrinka won through, I think, in four sets over Yannick Sinner. Yes. I'm quite sure that's not how you pronounce it, because he's from Italy, and the way I'm pronouncing it doesn't sound remotely Italian. No. But um, quite an exciting prospect, by all accounts, Sinner. But 6-3 uh, in the fourth, okay. uh, Wawrinka won. So he's uh, through into the next round. Um, but uh, the other one who's obviously relevant in that section is Daniel Medvedev, who won through today 6-4-6-1-6-2 against Gunaswaran. Prajnesh Gunaswaran of India, yes. Yeah. Um, He's having a career career best year. But um, he, was so, he was so good, Medvedev. It was a real performance of a top seed at a slam, mm. you know, 
putting somebody in their place and saying, no, I'm, I'm the big deal here. This is the thing. He, he's beating people economically, yeah. isn't he? And Seriously, economically. But there was a hiccup in the third set. He, uh, he pulled up in his hamstring and received some... <laughs> Um, quite intense looking and certainly slightly X-rated uh, treatment on his hamstring slash glute area, which possibly on reflection, if he watched it back, he might think, oh, I should, probably should have gone off court for that. <laughs> In the sanctuary of the locker room. Yeah, he's probably, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was... Yeah, I had a, I had a, the um, the director came through in my ear and he said, "Oh, at the next change of ends, I think we were on the, I think we were on the Conta match at the time. More of Joe Conta to come." Um, and the director came through in my ear and said, "Oh, at the next change of ends, you're going to come in and give an update on <laughs> Daniel Medvedev. Um, we're going to just cross o- cross over to um, Lewis Armstrong Court where Medvedev's playing." So, yeah, 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 great, I'm following it, yeah, all good. And then. <laughs> And then look at the screen. Suddenly, I'm I'm saying, and over on uh, Court Lewis Armstrong, uh, Daniel Medvedev is, and then this just real close up of his bum <laughs> pops up, <laughs> and uh, Daniel Medvedev is getting it's... some treatment on his. <laughs> As you can see, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the words just sort of. Let the pictures speak for themselves. Is yeah. What I golden rule <laughs> is what I decided upon. <laughs> so that's very good. Um, uh, yeah. But anyway, he he still he still raced um, through the the deciding set and and looked pretty um, relaxed in victory. There yeah. didn't seem to be any signs no. of concern on his face. Juan Ignacio Londero has beaten Sam Query, so he's now the next opponent for Novak Djokovic. Um, we now have a potential Dusan Lajevic third round match for uh, for Djokovic. Final match good, of the good. US Open for Janko Tipsarevic today as well, by the way. Mm. I was just going to say on the Lajevic front, that's good. This is it's going to sound dismissive of Lajevic, but if he does end up playing Vavrinka Djokovic, yeah. then Lajevic is good prep for yes. playing Vavrinka. Very similar players. Yeah, similar builds, similar games in many ways. Or not as explosive as Vavrinka, but I know what you mean there. Um, so Vavrinka's got uh, Jeremy Shardy next, who beat Hubert Herkatch in five sets. Good win for Shardy, that. Very good win for Shardy. Herkatch, it's the curse of um, playing, the week, playing and winning the week before, hmm. isn't it? It's that real balance. Obviously, it's great to to win a tournament on the eve of the US Open but so, what well, he's probably only been here a day yeah and he's out it's yeah. um it's a tricky balance How about one. this Feliciano Lopez has beaten Taylor Fritz that's four. that I saw that developing I saw his two sets to one up and I thought thought quietly to myself if that ends up happening that's that's a heck of a win it's a really good win yeah very good uh so David Goffin won in four sets Grigor Dimitrov won a match Catherine Against Andrea Seppi, who there's no cheating against Andrea Seppi. You have to win it fair and square. And I mean, you you were in uh, the Prime Video studio with with me, and we were keeping an eye on that. And um, I was worried for for Grigor because I mean, I've got all the time in the world for Andrea Seppi, but I want I want Grigor to turn this ship around. It's a, it's it's been tough to watch him of late. He did say afterwards and that his his shoulder is okay now. Yeah. Much, which is and I'm, encouraging. 
Yeah, and that's a really encouraging victory. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to suddenly become a believer again after a, after one first round victory over a, an unseeded player. But I, I said to you, Seppi is somebody that if if you're even having the slightest thought about choking, Seppi will turn it into a reality. He makes he gives you the opportunity to choke. Yeah, and. Dimitrov didn't take that opportunity today. Yeah. And I know that sounds like faint praise, but it's been an awful time for him. Just yeah. awful. And that win counts. Yeah, it does. Uh, if Serena Williams is impressive, Venus Williams was oh. arguably just as impressive today. 6 1 6 love against a player ranked above her, 38 in the world, Zheng Sai Sai. And it was, Williams just was swept her aside. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's good, isn't it? Um, Joe Conter, we talked about. You got this right in our newsletter predictions. Folks, you can sign up to our newsletter to get our daily predictions, of which Catherine and I differed. I went Kasakina to beat Conter. Catherine went Conter to beat Kasakina. Conter won. Gosh, she looks smug right now. If you could see her as she sips on a whiskey and soda in this hotel lobby. God, I want to leave. Uh, anyway, Conta won. She was good, too. Uh, and, and actually, she could have won that in straight sets. First set was 6-1 after 24 minutes. She was sublime in the first set. She was hitting the so ball she, so hard, she? was she? so, so sublime that I was worried about her throughout because I thought, this is, this is too good. Can't keep this up. Can't, you can't keep this up. <laughs> Typical And Brits. how could you not think to yourself, I can't keep this up? Because that's what I'd be thinking it's to myself far in too that well position. This. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This is not sustainable. <laughs> Stop it now. And she, and she did. I mean, it, she didn't, you know. A bit like Zarina Diaz. She was no, by no means a collapse Zarina Diaz was five love up. Uh, against uh, Ash Barty as uh, Nick Kyrgios departs the hotel lobby with his bags over his shoulder. Oh, What's he dear. doing here? What time is it? It's, why, why is yeah, he going that way? Shouldn't he come in this way? He's playing tomorrow, right? Is he staying in this hotel? With entourage. <laughs> <laughs> just left. It's all right, folks. Don't worry, he's probably not staying here. Or maybe he's just come to see a mate. He does his best <laughs> stuff when he's on the lash, doesn't he? <laughs> see Acapulco... <laughs> Correct. 2019. Yeah, he's well, going to win the tournament. You the, heard it here first. The thing is, he's he, on the lash. He's, he's going to win the he's tournament. He's got to prepare his body clock <laughs> because tomorrow he's second on in the night session on Louis Armstrong. So uh, he's exited the hotel lobby. I think he was just here for treatment on some trainer's massage table and now he's going back to his own hotel. This is No, I can confirm this is where he's staying. Right. Okay, there's my theory out the water. Ash Barty won through in three sets eventually after losing the first five games against Serena Diaz. That was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. She uh, she hit nine unforced errors in the first two games. Hmm. Nine errors in the first <laughs> yeah. two games. Nine unforced errors in the first oh two games. Um, and, yeah, she it, it, it was a bit of a glimpse into... Um, she she seems like everything's waters off a duff, duck's back, Ash Barty, doesn't she? Just, yeah, easy breezy. I, my head's doing the same thing no matter what the scoreline, no matter what the situation, you know, don't feel pressure. Nothing's different for me now. I've won a Grand Slam, been world number one, et cetera, et cetera. Well, okay, I mean, only a set's worth, but for sure she felt it today. Yeah, I, I felt... I felt 
it on her behalf to be quite honest uh, but anyway she turned it around good for her you know it's sometimes Absolutely. difficult in these best of three set matches particularly just to get enough time to turn these things around six and she one, stayed calm yeah crucially she she didn't panic at all six one six love for maria sicaria over uh, camilla georgie that's a pretty uh, heavy victory for her big win for christina Mladenovic over Huge. angelique kerber 14th seed who's had a terrible time in the slams this year she lost to danielle collins didn't she she well it just means next year she's gonna win a couple of slams doesn't it because she can only do it in even years yes she suddenly produces year on year off every other it's year it's a fascinating psychology going on there hmm. yeah i don't I wonder I wonder what's been happening with Kerber this year because I really thought she was going to have a good year. She lost to Potapova in Roland Garros in the first round, four and two. Lost to Lauren Davis at Wimbledon in round two. Lost first round here to Mladenovic six four in the in the third. But yeah, good Did win, good win for Mladenovic. Yeah, and that was Australia. Daniel Collins in yeah. Australia in round four, six love six two. Yeah, that was I that mean, just arresting victory, jarring, uh, isn't defeat. it? Yeah, very much so. I tell you what, the way Sasha Bayan celebrated. In the crowd when uh, Nadenovic won that match, it was, yeah, wow. Did you see that actor, Tom Hiddleston, was here watching Joe Conta? I did see that. You he told loves me, his tennis, you, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, you told me he's into it. He's very, I th- he was, he's always at Wimbledon. Uh, I saw him, uh, I saw him in the West End a few months ago. I see. I see. Was he any good? He's the, the same play he's now, um, he's now doing on Broadway. Oh right. That's what that's that's why he's Betrayal. Here. Betrayal. Harold Pinter. Okay. He's very good in it. I mean I think he's completely bananas. Is he? Why is that? Well, just you oh, just, that, go, you, just Google Tom Hid- Google you, Tom you, Hiddleston Man in the Mirror and I promise you won't be disappointed. Okay, I will. Um the problem is if I go to the theatre I will fall asleep. It, no matter how good it is, I'm at that age. I'm at that it's age where... It's quite short betrayal. There's no interval. Yeah, I, I mean, if I sit down and watch anything on the television, my kids it's laugh It's not on the television, it's in the theatre. I know, but that doesn't matter. Anyway. It's pretty gripping. Uh, okay, maybe I won't then. Um, th- let's just wrap this up. What else has happened? Um, we're going down the results here, and uh, you know what? There's nothing else massively arresting about the results today. Um, Sophia Kenning got a win over Coco Vandeweghe, who's coming back from her foot injury, of course. Monica Puig lost in straight sets. I read some uh, some pretty uh, heavy quotes from uh, Puig, uh, who's clearly not happy at uh, having been dropped by Kamau Murray. I believe she had moved to Chicago. She, yeah, she'd moved wow. to Chicago in order to, yeah, for for to train with him and to Correctly. develop their coaching relationship. So. I think that's understandable, right? That's I think Roger Federer is going to be okay, Catherine. He's uh, he's won the second set 6-1 and he's two love up in the third. So, unless something it's, dramatic happens... It's Lloyd Harris all over again, isn't yeah, it? He's we'll going it to go two match points up in the final and lose. So that means he'll get to the final and have two match points against Novak Djokovic before Djokovic wins the title. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, Tennis Podcast listeners. David here. Now, you might know that I love a bit of cooking, and I think I'm quite good at it. But if I'm honest, even I get fed up trying to work out what to do every night. That's where Home Chef comes in. Being able to put together a delicious meal without the long prep and the cook times, well, that's pretty cool. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. They have over 30 options a week and serve a variety of dietary needs so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Now, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering tennis podcast listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and, of course, free shipping on your very first box. Go to homechef.com slash tennis. That's homechef.com slash tennis for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard it right. Definitely going to Well, that can't happen in the final, can it? It can happen in the semi-final, won't it? Um, But anyway... Who knows? Who knows? It's all to come. So what have we got tomorrow to look forward to? Tsitsipas uh, Rublev. That's a heck of a start to the order of play, isn't it's it? It's brilliant. Yeah, that's on Louis Armstrong Court, um, whilst Naomi Osaka is up against Anna Blinkova on uh, Yeah, I saw Ash. her in practice today, Osaka, and I, I, I remain concerned. I don't know if enough about Anna Blinkova to speculate about, about whether... That that will be. I, I mean, I, sus, I suspect. I mean, Osaka's just straight up good enough, probably to 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 win through a few rounds. But I'll have a closer look at her draw to see where the trouble might come. But I'm just, I'm convinced the trouble's coming. Oh dear, it's a bit grim. <laughs> Sorry, that was really bleak. Yeah. Um, although you, you were happier with what you saw from... Uh, oh, I almost, sorry, I almost want the trouble to come so this experience of defending this title is over for her. Oh I mean, I hope I'm not um, projecting too much about what may, might be going on in, in her head, but, um, yeah, my empathy centres are saying I want this experience to be over for you you were happier seeing Arena Sabalenka on the practice court today who looked she was out there for I tell you what she's looking fitter than she has done in in a long time she was out there for at least two hours well I I texted the group and said uh, she's been out there two hours and then I came over to have a look and she was there for another hour yeah Seriously, and really, really intense practice. Really going for it. I love the dynamics still with Dmitry Tursunov, and as we were saying earlier, she 
she could have it's been a horrible year and she could have panicked she yeah. really could have panicked and ditched that relationship and they're built on strong stuff yeah. uh, those two they've it's got a really see. firm foundation it's great to see uh, so after that it's uh, Dominic Team up against uh, Fabiano Thomas Fabiano uh, and then the evening session is John Millman against Rafael Nadal then Sloane Stevens against Cullen Skyer uh, there's Simona Halep against Nicole Gibbs isn't it great to see Nicole Gibbs Absolutely. back after all she's been through she's she's been having treatment this year for cancer um, and it's just wonderful to see her back on a court and she got through two qualifying rounds eventually lost out in a third set in the third round of qualifying got in um, because somebody else had to withdraw um, and well all the best to her against Simona Halep regardless of the result uh, Coco Goff is playing third on on Louis Armstrong tomorrow uh, not before three o'clock local time I find it uh, really interesting that that's been given a not before time mm. that's how big a deal that match yeah. is that TV want it guaranteed yeah that's right they, they want yeah it, it's, I mean I have my concerns about the extent to which she's being hyped hyped yeah she's playing Potter Pover who used I'm also to, into the hype who used to be hyped we're, we're doing some of the hype that's <laughs> <Yeah>. all <laughs> this is um, and then with the Sabalenka against Azarenka evening session Louis Armstrong How is that not on Ash mm. it's good yeah it's a it's a good match, isn't it? Um, but I love Louis Armstrong now. I went out there this morning to for a little tour. What a great court that is. It's really cool. Yeah. Tim Emmons was out there earlier, um, did a, a live cross with him in the opening to the show. And that was his first time. Well, it's his first time at the US Open in 12 years. Yeah. It's his first time on that court since he played his last ever wow. tour match on it. Amazing. Um, in 2007 and his last ever so his last ever tour match was uh, a loss to Joe Wilfred Songa in his previous round was uh, a victory over Dmitry Tursunov <laughs> for which I was in the crowd with my yes, dad yes I remember you telling me that uh, Steve Johnson against Nick Kyrgios second on <laughs> Oh, Lewis Armstrong. Someone should tell Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> no, he's just preparing his body clients. <laughs> it's, it's all fine, Catherine. Uh, Grand Sancourt is Alison Risk against Garbinia Magarutha. Now working, uh, as you informed me, with Annabelle Medina Garrigues. Yes, like that. I like that a lot as well. Yeah. She she was coaching Elena Ostapenko when she won the French Open. Yeah. Um, yeah, really, uh, but that is that's a tough first round risk. Bit surprised to see Denis Shapovalov against Felix Auger-Aliassime on Grandstand Court fourth on. It's a good court, though. It's I a mean, great. It a I court. think that that match has Grandstand written all over it. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's the fourth good, on it? that slightly surprises me. But I suppose it'll be floodlit and mm. sunset. Oh, it'll be brilliant atmosphere, won't it? Shapovalov was going at it on the practice court as well with Mikhail Yuzhny. Yuzhny was belting it to him yeah absolutely just full throttle Mikhail Eugenie he I mean he could still be on tour <laughs> for no no question uh Kyle Edmund is second on on court 13 against Pablo Anderhart not a bad draw actually I would have thought on paper at least uh for Carl but we'll see how that goes uh Catherine I just wanted to end uh by letting you know I'd received an email today from one of our listeners and you can send in your emails yeah yeah Uh, you can send in your emails uh, if you go to our tennispodcast.net 
website there's a contact form on there you can send us uh, notes on twitter all sorts of messages have been coming in uh this person is erica erica salu who says uh first of all david that was a delicious larry stefanke interview so thank you very much erica uh and she says "Ooh, catherine 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 Ben Platt is not some <laughs> emo tosser. He's a Tony... Let's call him a tosser. <laughs> he is a Tony, Grammy and Emmy winner. He, I... he, this is the person, incidentally, that opened the show tonight on Arthur Ashe Stadium Court um, instead of uh, Hugh Jackman <laughs> that Catherine thought was going to do it. And he was quite similar to Hugh Jackman in his singing and dancing and all the In his sort of frivolity. 15-year-old red trouser-wearing high-energy way. Yes. Yeah. He, on his own, he would get this ex-music industry escapee to rock up to the stadium. Wow. Cool. Apparently Jim Curry is a big fan of his. Look, I'm not disparaging the work of Ben Platt. I'm quite sure he is brilliant in his field i'm just saying he's not flipping beyonce is he (laughs) (laughs) no one's calling their mates and going if you heard ben ben platt's playing the opening you better tune in it's ben platt well he got the place semi-rocking is what i would say yeah right yeah i switched on for one minute and it was so much energy emanating from the screen <laughs> by this time you, you, too much. you'd done a 12 hour day his, by that his point red trousers almost knocked my eyes out <laughs> okay so thanks <laughs> Erica so pleased with life which is great it's lovely isn't it <laughs> just, it's, just not that it's just a lot to take in not after you've had that sort of day anyway we've loved it today it's been day one at the US Open looks like Roger Federer is going to be fine so we'll leave it there and uh, if there's drama you'll be hearing my voice again in a few seconds time Um, and uh, then we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Tennis Podcast hope you've enjoyed this one bit all over the place but that's what happens in hotel lobbies uh, when we're uh, when we've got the beer out and the whiskey and soda Um, tell your friends about the Tennis Podcast get everybody you know to listen to it Um, we are executive produced by Tennis Balls Dot com. We are mascotted, is that a word, by Rio with a Y. Uh, brought to you in association with The Telegraph. We'll be back tomorrow. Catherine will be opening Prime's coverage from 10.30 UK time. No. With... No, she won't. <laughs> Catherine will be doing what? Well, from 10.30 local time. 10.30 local time, that's right. I'm not very good at the old time zone. So 3.30 UK time Correct. is when Catherine will be open and play. I tell you... Probably when Nick Curious will be rolling through the <laughs> doors of what, the hotel. What, what day is it today? Uh, and, um, and, yeah, we'll be doing BBC Radio coverage of the afternoon session tomorrow, no doubt. Uh, loads of live commentary. Um, and then we'll be back with another one of these tomorrow night. So do tune in and join us then. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.